<laughs> it's show 81, and the Bungie Weekly Update made its return. Crimson Doubles is our February event, but skill-based matchmaking controversy is indicative of some transparency issues with Bungie. All that and more coming up. Destiny the Show. Welcome, Guardians. Welcome, everybody, to Destiny the Show. I'm BBK Dragoon, joined as always by Diddy. How are you this week, dude? I'm doing really well, and I'm super impressed you actually got that intro in the first take (laughs) it's usually like when we first did these shows last oh forever ago like 80 weeks ago i would i would practice i sort of knew what i wanted to say beforehand but lately i've been doing like 80 takes of those intros but man this week in the car drive over i was like i know what i've got like this whole week actually i've been so prepared man i put together show notes so early i've been excited to talk about stuff so much stuff this week for good discussion good things for the destiny community to think about speak about and and just listen to but how was your week man very uneventful uh, this is uh-huh. the first week back uh sanic took uh, back to work because she took two weeks off when flynn was here um so i had to come home every day for work um for lunch from uh-huh. work to let him out to go to the bathroom and everything so that was um pretty hectic sometimes yeah. some days because i had like on monday or tuesday i had uh, a really important client that i was oh. dealing with at like he called in at like eleven forty-five, and i'm supposed <laughs> to be home at noon yeah and i'm like dang dude so i had to help him and it took an, it took me an hour yeah um, but we got him we got that done yeah and so then yeah it was it was hectic a couple days the dog training life for people who are new listeners flynn is diddy's new poodle puppy standard poodle yep so once he's grown he'll be about 26 inches tall and around 50 pounds so normal big sized dog um and what was i gonna say oh yeah yesterday he just randomly taught himself paw we would huh. say paw, put our hand out, and he would put his paw in it. And we're like, wow, okay, nice. do that again. And we, he did it again, and so we trained it. So we got Ooh. treats, and we got the clicker, and we kept <laughs> doing it over and over again. And he learned it yesterday, just randomly. It was awesome. Very good. Did you play anything this week? I know it was sort of a busy off week, but any games in your life? I played some skirmish in Destiny, and I also did my promotional matches for one of my four League of Legends accounts. <laughs> nice. How'd that go? Well? It, it went pretty good. I, I went five and zero out of 10 and then i lost four games in a row and then i won the last one so i went yeah. six and four in my placement matches placed into silver five which is a little bit lower than i expected but since my mmr is technically higher than that i should rank up pretty quickly yeah um but i also played some skirmish and destiny this week to try and prepare myself for um crimson doubles i know mm. 3v3 is not the same as 2v2 but uh i pre- just prefer skirmish um, to everything because it's just a little bit less chaotic than control or clash absolutely um and i didn't uh feel like playing doubles mm. if it was available i don't remember <laughs> yeah. if it was available when i played oh well but uh playing doubles solo is usually never good no you need to be able to communicate with somebody relying on a randomly matchmade teammate even in skirmish like 3v3 without teammates you could be sitting there going revive me revive yeah. me <laughs> i'm right next to you revive me so there's actually a highlight on the destiny of the show um stream which mm-hmm. 
uh, not of 3v3, but uh, me, I, I joined this random strike, uh, Winter's Run. Yeah. And I died because I was just being a dumb at the final boss fight. It took my teammates nine minutes to revive me. <laughs> it was like a, a playlist where I couldn't uh, be revived or something. I don't remember what it was, but it was... A nightfall, uh, probably. Yeah. And I was just talking through. I was like, this is what my teammates need to do right now. Just go invisible. Put your Blade Dancer class on, blah, blah, blah. And that took, that took Come nine get minutes. me. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty funny. Right on. I played some Destiny this week. I also did Ocarina of Time speedrunning. I've put in about 50 or 60 run attempts, and I still haven't gotten my 23, under 23 minute for any percent. So it's like really <laughs> sad. I, I got the perfect run. I nailed almost all the hard tricks. There was only one hard trick left, the wrong warp. And it was the, like the second run of the day, and I just totally biffed the input. And oh, <laughs> those, the, you just sort of put your head on the desk for like a good thirty seconds. It's just, and then you're like, ah, that's speed running. Well, lots to talk about, dude. Let's get into the news. As a quick side note, this is Dragoon putting a little extra recording in right before DTS goes live. Late Monday night, Deej put out an update uh, for matchmaking interesting info. This week, Iron Banner is going live on Tuesday morning, but new matchmaking settings are going to go into effect live this Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And I quote here from the update. Lord Saladin's Battle for the Spark will feature new matchmaking settings that will assign more emphasis to connection quality. These changes will be made in an effort to reduce lag. There will still be some consideration given to matching you with worthy adversaries, but that's a thing we've done since Destiny first shipped. And end quote. There's going to be this 24-hour gap between Iron Banner going live and the new matchmaking settings going live for Iron Banner so that they can compare the data. Essentially what's going on, guys, is they heard our feedback on skill-based matchmaking, us not liking the the changes they made to the system back in December, and they're going to be working on a system that prioritizes connection more. The system sounds a lot more like the year one system in Destiny rather than the SBMM system that was put in place in October and drastically uh, implemented across the board in December. Anyway, that's your quick update. Now let's hop into the rest of the news. Enjoy. Of course, the Bungie Weekly Update made its return on the Thursday, the 21st, and oh boy, man, it's created a lot of discussion, controversy, angst, anger, maybe some anticipation from folks. Let's start off with Crimson Days. What is the Crimson Days event that's starting in February, Diddy? What do we know about it, even though it's not a ton of information out just yet? It is February's live event in the tower, very similar to uh, Festival of the Lost. Uh, the tower is decked out in Valentine's Day colors, uh, rose petals mm-hmm. everywhere and whatnot. Then um, the screenshot that was actually really cool in the weekly update, I really liked what yep. they did with the tower there. Um, so during this event, I can anticipate, uh, well, there's Crimson Doubles. Uh, the Crucible playlist is going to be active, and you can earn rewards and stuff through there. So it's going to be another PvP event like the Sparrow Racing League was. Oh, excuse me. Uh, except now it's actually you're going to be killing things with your guns instead of your sparrows. Um, so it's really cool, I think, because I think the emblem looks really good. So earning those kinds of timed event exclusive items is really nice. Excellent. Yeah, I'm going to read here. Along with other up, uh, other improvements and fixes you'll receive in the upcoming February update. So I'm going to 
pause that quote there. Looks like we're getting other things in this February update, maybe some bug fixes or, you know, hopefully some latency addresses for PvP. And I'm going to resume quote here. We're delivering a brand new 2v2 Crucible mode. We're calling Crimson, Crimson Doubles. It features a special twist, born of new gameplay and mechanics that only battle-tested star-crossed lovers will appreciate. You'll need a dancing partner, preferably one that complements your fighting style. The two of you will have a chance to earn some sweet loot together in the Crucible. To receive your gifts, you'll have to put your differences aside and fight well as a couple end quote and they've not given us any more details past that so it's some kind of 2v2 playlist with some special twists and gameplay and i have no clue what this is i can't speculate when they say dancing partner i hope these are like really goofy almost uh, campy things that you have to do in match like dance together on the beep i don't know control point i think dancing together on a control point that'd be pretty funny i i mean can you think of any uh, brainstorm off the top of your head any ideas i think he's just saying you'll need a partner you you have to go in 2v2 you won't be able to solo this event yeah typical deej wordplay that's about all i have to say there i think it looks pretty good um pvp event again doggone it we want a pve event we've been talking about this yeah <laughs> for a long time the only issue with pve events is loading into an environment to change something in the world of destiny takes half a day so allegedly, allegedly <laughs> i'm using quotes yes. yeah allegedly you're quoting kotaku's sources <laughs> yeah but how hard is it man like straight up queen's wrath yeah it didn't work but i feel like they could bring something back to it uh, there's so much stuff you could do mm -hmm. with pve I don't know how much effort it takes on their end. I just know with PvP, to me, it feels like, oh, well, here's a playlist. They'll grind that for a few weeks for some gear. But that's like half of your game. So much of the special sauce of Destiny is your PvE content. I've been going through and leveling up my Hunter, and I'm just having a ball. Dude, it's the third time I'm going through the Taken King stuff, but I really like these missions, and it's relaxing as all get out. PVE event. We want it. Yeah. We want it. Yeah. Bunjo. I can just imagine the conversation in the conference room at Bungie. Like, okay, guys, uh, we're looking at uh, the numbers right here, and people playing Destiny right now, they're only playing PvP. So let's just give them more PvP events. <laughs> so that's where Crimson Doubles came into play. I can just imagine that's how it came up. You know, they're looking at only current numbers, and people are only playing Crucible. So let's just give them more PvP events. <laughs> Think it through. Well, I didn't mean to cut you off there. Sorry. I, it, That's all right. I'm looking forward to it. It looks cool. But we already knew. Like, we knew this isn't going to be a big event. They told us it's going to be like the Festival of the Lost mm -hmm. Size. Yeah, exactly. So. I wasn't anticipating something huge. I know a lot of people were, even though Bungie said it's going to be smaller along the lines of Festival of the Lost. So. Yeah. Oh, well. This week starts the new Iron Banner, by the way. So Tuesday, January 26th, <laughs> 10 a.m. It's Rift. Ugh. Rift Iron Banner. Well. You have the spark. I mean, so the rewards, let's go through them first. The fusion rifle, scout rifle, um, obviously the titan chest, butt towel, legs, hunter, chest, um, cape. What do you guys, cloaks? Is, is it called cloaks the cool way? This is, yeah, it's cloak. But uh, I dis I dislike <laughs> the hunter iron the, banner cloak. This the time back around. of the wolf looks so stupid. Like the, from the back, it looks so huge. The wolf head just, <laughs> it looked cool, but now that I have to wear it, it's just, nah. Wait, wait. The PlayStation timed exclusive Iron Banner cloak looks, looks awesome. It looks so good, but oh, I'm, it looks so medieval. It's got chainmail. Like, yeah, and a wolf woven into the chainmail. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That looks good. Anyway, it's Rift. So 
what do you think of Rift? I'm just my two cents. Um, Don't play my, solo. Yeah. Use an LFG oh, site. <laughs> gosh. It, there's going to be more mercies handed out in this Iron Banner than any previous one, I guarantee it. I mean, it might be a great way to earn medallions because Rift matches can end in like two or three minutes. You know what would really enhance these events? Like just the live events, like Crimson Doubles and Iron Banner, stuff like this. Is after they finished, Bungie released an infographic of stats from that event. I think mm. that would really keep us, uh, it would help us care more about what happens in the events. I'm just thinking, you said the Mercy. I want to know how many Mercies happen in this Iron Banner compared to the last Iron Banner. You know? An infographic. Put out a lot of those for Halo 3. Yeah, well. I guess it was a different era too, though. Halo 3 didn't. <laughs> different know, era of Bungie. Totally. Well, Rift. That's all I got to say about that. Skill-based matchmaking controversy. Well, I guess, uh, how, how do we introduce this? Essentially, when the December patch went live, the PvP balance patch, uh, early December, something changed with Destiny matchmaking. You might have noticed games were a bit laggier, and it took longer for you to find a match. As it turns out, they added a new skill-based matchmaking system at the start of the Taken King. Lars Bakken was talking about it here in the weekly update, and... They began doing this at the launch of the Taken King, and I quote here, with an overhaul to the skill system that would let us gather information about how we can best prioritize a match. That work first began in October, beginning with the Control Playlist. Over time, we've expanded the system to cover more activities in the Crucible in December. We activated it in all playlists. So, end quote. Skill-based matchmaking. It's made its way now into just about every playlist. It seems to be prioritized a bit more than year one, which could lead to... Uh, less quality connection matches so that you are facing people in and around your skill level. Many of the quaint uh, complaints they cited for year one were having blowout matches, and so they've worked and developed a skill-based system to help avoid some of this stuff. The controversy comes in when players tweeted Derek Carroll about this, asking, hey, what changed with matchmaking? And this was in mid-December, and he tweeted back, nothing changed with our matchmaking system. As it turns out, we found out you know, this week it did. They've added that skill-based matchmaking to all playlists across the board, and I think that they've behind the scenes tweaked it and made it a little bit tighter, made you search for people closer to your skill. Derek Carroll did tweet an apology, though, uh, earlier this week. It was, uh, I think, the same day. Yeah, the Thursday that the weekly update came out, he tweeted, Oh, hey, Destiny Twitter. So about that thing I said about nothing changing with matchmaking in December, I was wrong, plain and simple end of that so it's created a bunch of salt with the community we talked about skill-based matchmaking versus connection a lot last week which diddy isn't that crazy like timing wise how that worked out yeah <laughs> i have nothing to say i'm just it's like it's one of those like really moments it's like you need to know what's happening and you need to tell people what's happening yeah that's because this is within their own department Okay, if if they didn't know what's going on <laughs> in their own department, I'm going to pull up a Reddit thread that Chris Cohen TV posted and it hit front page this week. And he looks at the Crucible Radio podcast with John Wazanuski and Sage Merrill, in which Sage Merrill basically says that the people who control the data crunching and who would know about this is the PvP team, Lars Bakken and Derek Carroll. And yet Derek Carroll doesn't know about the matchmaking change, or if he did know, he told us false information back in December 
that's the controversy. That's what everybody's salt over. It feels like, hey, we were lied to, whether it was intentional or unintentional. Your matchmaking did change in December, and not necessarily for the better of connections, but for the tighter skill matches. <sighs> well, like, uh, miscommunications go on at my office all the freaking time. That doesn't excuse it, and it doesn't mean it's okay, but with skill-based matchmaking, like, when you look at Advanced Warfare, those dudes were so tight-lipped about the skill-based matchmaking because it was so controversial and something so, I would almost say, unanimously disliked across the board for people who played AW that they just didn't want to deal with the controversy of talking about it each time. Yeah, it's very similar. Like, I have a, this friend of mine, he's a manager at some company, and his boss had a meeting with the executives and excluded my friend and his boss was like yeah we need to let two of these guys go so and my friend he, these were two of his employees so mm-hmm. he wasn't told that two of his employees were being fired by upper management huh. and it's just wow. like um he was working on a really big project and you just let him go yeah and so now this really big project that you want done by the end of next month it's not going to get done or finished because you just let the guy go. (laughs) So it's like you as a manager or anything like this, these guys, the PVP team, they need, they need to know what's happening in the PVP sphere. Absolutely. And if something is, some change is made, like some intern turns on skill-based matchmaking, you fire that intern (laughs) because (laughs) without permission, the manager didn't know. And it's just like, yeah, I mean, it's a big issue. So communication needs to be just better in general with Bungie Internal and the rest of the world. Look at the auto rifle thing with the the pre-patch notes. 8% damage change. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> Never mind. Decimal point. Point zero eight percent We messed up. I, was, I mean, you'll still notice a difference. Don't worry. There is a communication error going on. I mean, it would have been better if he didn't even tweet anything in December. You know what I'm saying? You, you know, you activate more skill-based matchmaking or you apply to all the playlists and you don't say anything until you actually reach this point. Um, what I find interesting is <clears throat> Lars Bakken at the bottom of the interview here. One of the questions is, do you promise to tell me next time in regards to making these kinds of changes? And Lars' response is, we promise. In fact, there are some new changes coming in the near future that are intended to help reduce what we call latency, what you call lag. We're looking through all the new data now and we'll be taking measures to improve the experience. End quote. I wish they would have waited to talk about all this skill-based matchmaking stuff until they could bring some... A f- just plan of action regarding resolving the latency problem. Okay, mm-hmm. because this I feel is, like oh. this was just a big experiment for Bungie. Yeah, like, let's turn off the good connection priority for a month and just see how bad it really is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then all hell broke loose in December and January, and then when they were on vacation, and then when they came back, excuse me, they were like, oh. Yeah, that's a pretty big fire. Let's go. Yeah, get, and it's a ratio. It's a, we simplify it by saying on and off, but really, they're just it's it's a ratio where how much does the system weight skill versus mm-hmm. connection yeah. and pings. But I could just tell you this: I was on a really good connection yesterday when I was playing Destiny PvP. I was waiting to get into Clash matches, six v six Clash. It's a very popular playlist. I was waiting seven, eight, nine minutes to get loaded into a Clash match for it to find people in matchmaking, and it's like I'm not in the upper echelon of the super sweaty top 2% players, okay? That is just, it's not horrible, but it's one of those things where I remember a time where you'd search up, you'd queue, you'd play, ah, ranked versus social. I just want ranked versus social, man. We, ah, 
it resolves a lot of issues in my mind. Anyway, it's not something I want to hammer too big or too long because I don't think it's as big a deal as the community is blowing it up to be. Miscommunications happen at work. We need to call them on it and say that's not acceptable and these miscommunications should stop. But it's not something to, to... I don't read that much malicious stuff into this, do you? Yeah, it's not like, ooh, they intentionally lied to us. I don't think so. I think it's just people aren't talking to each other. Yeah. It's like <laughs> when I tell my parents something, I'll tell my dad, hey, I'm going to go do this. And then the next day, my mom's like, ask me, well, what are you doing? And I'm like, I, I just told <laughs> yeah. him. Like, what? what? <laughs> yeah, ask him. I'm done. I don't need to recap it. All right. Need to go 88 miles per hour back to the future, mom, so you can actually, <laughs> you know, get with the times, bro. Should we talk about the Kotaku article? Oh, boy, the Kotaku article. Destiny malaise. Malaise. I love, I love it. We had to look up how to pronounce this word. Malaise, malaise is a general feeling of discomfort, illness, or uneasiness whose exact cause is difficult to identify. <laughs> oh, I love Kotaku. All right, so this is basically an article saying, hey, they're not communicating very well. Players aren't very satisfied with the event structure that's going on. We want a roadmap. Oh, and by the way, Destiny 2's delayed, according to our sources. Who are sources? Which we can't sources. reveal. <laughs> sources, yeah. A game that has no announced release date is delayed. All right, burn the building, <laughs> panic. Just do what you need to do, get the pitchforks out. Oh, my gosh. This is the one area of the show where I'm going to probably get a little bit, like, not salty, but just like, hey, this is Kotaku. Kotaku does clickbait and reports false stuff a decent amount of the time. Actually, let, let me rephrase. They've done it before, okay? I like Kotaku. I go there. It's entertaining. But I also understand that ad revenue is important for these kinds of sites. So if an article gets a click and gets a read, you're getting some ad revenue and I just think it's kind of shoddy journalism to say something like that. They've been right in the past with their Destiny leaks a lot of the time, which is why you have to look at this and go, hmm, well, they've been right before on quite a few things, but why take this seriously and let the front page of the subreddit just flip the table and freak out? Destiny 2 delayed? We're already content-starved uh, enough. How is yeah, this possible? Uh, we need to take a step back here with this information. We're We're complaining that Destiny 2... Or, excuse me, Destiny 1 was rushed, and there's no content there. So now we're complaining that a game that hasn't been officially announced, officially, has been delayed, supposedly. Are they taking their know. time to make it better, maybe? We didn't know that Destiny 2 was going to come out in September, for sure, officially. We didn't know, we don't know why, if it was delayed. We don't know why it was delayed. And... I said this on Twitter, I would be more than happy with having a Taken King style expansion in September or November this year if it meant Destiny 2 came out next year, 2017, and was super amazing. But it would have to be really good for that to happen. Think about it. The delay they said is for 2017. So some of the rumors were thinking that this would be a quarter four release before this article came out where Destiny 2 would release like November in that typical AAA release period. You know, delaying it to maybe spring 2017. You mentioned a Taken King-like expansion this September. We still have that Mars raid. We still have the Europa planet. There's still a lot of Mercury stuff that we've been rumored about being cut from the original Destiny. What if that's being put up in a big wrapper? It's going to be given to us as a September kind of a thing. 
That I would mean, be great. That, that's just speculation. Yeah. And it would so. be marketed as uh, this is a free expansion because it's the live team or whatever the year two Destiny mm-hmm. roadmap is. I think I would be more than happy with that. It would have to be the same size as Taken King, though. The story missions, the strikes, the raid, all that stuff. And then uh, Destiny yeah. 2 would have just have to be what we all dreamed Destiny could be or would be. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that's what, would ha- what it would have to be for I me. I want to read the last... Um, paragraph of this article because it's spot on my critique of the whole destiny 2 delayed thing aside it's a pretty good article and it's worth a read the last paragraph reads what's become clear is that we destiny players should temper our expectations while it's easy and justifiable to complain about bungie's often woeful communication much of their silence is doubtless due to legal complications of working with a publicly traded publisher like activision as well as their own uncertainty surrounding the game in 2016 the destiny malaise may linger a while longer that's a really good point there is legal red tape all over this dude I'm sure they'd love to talk more about this roadmap, but I'm sure all of that is covered up in approval from people down in the PR department, in the legal department, and with Activision's media department as well. Yeah, having a third-party publisher uh, alongside your development for your game, it's it's like you have to go through the proper channels to announce something. You know, Activision has to be on the right page because they do a lot of the marketing and publishing for your game. So they need to be on the same wavelength as you. So if there's miscommunication along those lines, that's that would be huge. That's a huge mistake. Mm-hmm. Uh, like if Bungie announced something and Activision was like, whoa, uh, we didn't know that. That's a big problem. And their so, marketing budget comes from Papa Activision. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, yeah, we just need to work on clear communication, and it's just, uh, I think people are just, uh, Bungie's just not saying anything because they don't want to be wrong. Or get in trouble. Uh, or, or get in trouble. It's just, uh, but it's getting to the point where we just need something. We do. They know that. They're hinting at it. I don't know why, at you know, the end of December, they couldn't have just said, hey guys, February event, and then after the February event, We've got something bigger planned. You know, this weekly update didn't need to, to wait a month. Maybe that's a silly hill to die on. You, you know, think about mis- miscommunications in the company. Marty O'Donnell left because of a miscommunication. His E3, like, trailer, Activision used their own music instead of using what Marty had scored for that trailer. Talk about a miscommunication. Like, losing somebody like Marty, that stinks. I wish Destiny had marty to go along with us on this 10-year adventure i was going back listening to some of the halo music i was was playing through i think halo ce or something this that is such a huge part of halo to me now the score in destiny is great but that's my little i think the taken king's soundtrack is phenomenal even though marty had nothing to do with it oh my god it's really good red bull clash course finals it's our last little bit of complaining this week but this was a Red Bull PvE speedrun type event. We talked about it, gosh, was it October, dude? Yeah, October, and uh, I looked at my event, and it was like, it wasn't scheduled yet, and then the next week it had been finally been scheduled near me, and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah I'm going to go over to this, and then I just forgot to go. It yeah. sucks, but yeah, I really wanted to go. Uh, yeah, Red Bull Clash Course finals were this past weekend. Yep, and they streamed it no last marketing. night, uh, Saturday night, and... Holtzman, uh, Patrick Casey from Planet Destiny, and Mtashed were the ones casting it. Mtashed is an awesome PvP tip YouTuber. 
They were at the Red Bull Studios, I think, in Santa Monica. I could be wrong if it was a different studio, but I know Red Bull has a, a studio out there in Santa Monica. Casting the event, I only caught the very closing minutes of the event because I didn't know it was on. I got to see some of the highlights that they showed at the end of it. It's a PvE race through different like strikes and activities, and the fastest team threw it one. So many cool-looking things from the highlights. Like There was a guy who jumped through a crack in the door to get like a door break, basically clipping through a door, and some of the strats it looked like they were using when they popped their supers, how they were handling rooms. It looked so awesome. But I will say this. Where on earth was the mention of this in the Bungie Weekly Update. There were only 3,000 people watching the finals when I caught the very end of it. You even looked on the subreddit, <laughs> Diddy, and only found one post about this, right? Yeah. Five votes, one point, five comments on Red Bull Clash Course finals today. No one knew so about this. Nobody. It's so disappointing because this is so cool. <laughs> Destiny fits this unique little spot only destiny can you do these kind of weird pve multiplayer races mm -hmm. right yep exactly it's the first of its kind and i hope they don't look at the numbers and go well nobody really watched it you dropped the ball communicating it that's the theme of this week i mean seriously throw this into the bungie weekly update two weeks ago last week get people hyped up for it. even uh, i didn't even host it on the bungie twitch i think did you look at their twitter did they mm, shout nothing, anything i didn't out? see anything I didn't see either. We could be wrong on that part, but it just wasn't... <sighs> Please! <laughs> that would have been so cool, It would have been right? really cool to see you know, some type of support, but the event, I think it was still a success, you know, considering mm -hmm. everything that w went against it. It was just... I think it was really cool. The team that won was Notice Me D, <laughs> which was the Vanderbilt MTSU team. Uh, you had the Boston Tea Party from Boston. You had Team Definitive from University, or UC Davis, excuse me, and Delete from UCLA. I don't know. It's pretty cool. There was a CSU team. There was a University of New Hampshire team. I would like to see some highlights of this for sure. I'm over on the Red Bull Clash Course.com page, and all it is is no VOD, no highlight, just the link to their Twitch stream. But I will say this I enjoyed this week's update. I think the Crimson event's going to be fun. Rift Iron Banner is a really weird choice, but, I mean, something new we'll get to try out. Destiny 2 being delayed. Well, uh, we need to wait and see how that goes. There's just... <laughs> there's nothing confirmed there. But that article hit the nail on the head. There's a lot of legal red tape around these lack of communication things. I think Destiny is changing a lot behind the scenes. I mean, just look at this event format... I doubt they had this planned from the start. I think it was a, guys, we cannot produce Dark Below and House of Wolves-like expansions if you expect us to have Destiny 2 out September 2016, right? And if you're bored with Destiny, of course, take a break. Like, so much of gaming is doing stuff because it's fun, but if you just play a game to death, it stops being fun, you know? Yeah, if you force yourself to eat something you don't like, you're just going to hate it every single time. Pizza every night is no... Well, actually, pizza every night is pretty good. I don't think I'd ever run out of pizza, but... <laughs> Until you have that heart attack. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Good reminder there. Well, the future is bright for Destiny, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Where can people find your content, dude? Twitter.com slash Diddy DTS, D-I-T-T-Y-D-T-S, and YouTube.com slash Wooshness, W-O-O-O-S-H-N-E-S-S. -S.
Remember to check out our friends over at DestinyTracker.com for all the best stat tracking stuff in the Destiny universe. You can follow us at Destiny the Show on Twitter as well as on Twitch. I am at BBK Dragoon on Twitter and BBK Dragoon on YouTube. Thanks, guys, for listening. I'd love to know your thoughts, actually. So shoot us a tweet about the communication and transparency. Do you think it's a big deal? Do you think they dropped the ball? Do you think it's totally acceptable, no issue? And i just love to see what you guys have to think, and if we get enough tweets, we'll do an It Came From Twitter next week and read them out loud. Have an excellent time, Guardians. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you.